0: Good morning, it's Friday, April the 10th. We're reading through the Bible, which by the way is so important to start our day every day by reading the Bible, thoughtfully, carefully reading through the scripture. It's like food for the Christian's heart and I just encourage you to be faithful to do it. I guess if you're watching this, I'm preaching to the choir, but so important that we're in it every day and I want us to get into our chapters for this morning, the Old Testament, 1 Samuel. Uh, we are in chapters four through six and in the New Testament, we're in Luke as we continue our reading through chapter 12. Uh, 1 Samuel chapters uh, four through six. This is a a kind of a sad time. Here's the word we're gonna run into, Ichabod. Ichabod, the Hebrew word kabod uh, is the word glory. And the Ark of the Covenant, which is the symbol of God's glory in Israel, is captured by the Philistines. And this is the end of, of Eli's reign, if you will, I'm gonna put it that way, his service to the nation as the priest. And uh, it's just, it's all the fulfillment of what God told Samuel as a boy, remember, as he was called by God. And so this is a sad time. The Ichabod means the glory has departed. Kabod, um, the Kabod had, had it, had gone and left. Uh, Israel and and it was a sad time it was the end of um, leadership that was more than just bad leadership it was a uh, bad parenting by Eli and uh, so it's a transitional time we see how God is going to protect his own glory even if he's going to change out leadership uh, the the glory that he protects in this passage is the ark as it travels uh, to Philistia the um false god Dagon is uh, tipped over and God supernaturally reminds the people that the God of Israel cannot be trifled with. He's going to prevail. And so they end up sending the Ark of the Covenant back on a cart. You get to read about how God designed all that to work and how he's got control, not only every every molecule of the universe, but you know all the composite parts of those molecules, like the oxen that find their way back to uh, bring that Ark back to Israel. So anyway, interesting section, a sad section, a reminder of God's sovereignty over all things and how he's going to protect his glory even when some people like Eli uh, fail to uphold it. In the New Testament, we're in the second half of Luke chapter 12. Uh, We read about the return of Christ, that we're to always be ready for it, and that's super important. No matter what's going on in the headlines or in our news or in our society, we're always looking and and praying for the coming of Christ. So uh, we're gonna read that. There's a short section on division that Christ is going to bring division in relationships. We can't always maintain relationships, no matter how hard we try. If we're gonna be faithful to Christ, sometimes it's gonna negatively affect our relationships with others. And then it ends with a short little section about settling with your accuser, before you go to another level of arbitration or mediation or ruling or adjudication, because um, we want to be at peace with one another whenever we can, which leads me to the one another that I want to focus on today. The one another that I want you to think about and to apply today is found in Romans chapter 15, verse 7. And uh, here's how it's, the ESV translates it. It says, therefore, we are to welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. So the idea of welcoming one another, uh, some translations translate translate this to accept one another, that there's going to be natural distinctions between us in terms of age and preferences and interests and proclivities and all kinds of things that may naturally wanna divide us up. And things that make us want to exclude people Uh, If they're in the body of Christ, there's no reason or excuse for us to exclude one another. We are to welcome one another, no matter how different we might be, um, no matter how much we might think, I don't want to have a a part in that group or that person or what have you, because Christ has accepted us. With all the reasons he had to reject us, he accepted us. So I want you to think today about applying that uh, very simple one another, that you would accept the people in the body of Christ and you would embrace them the way that Christ has embraced you. Uh, he looked past the distinctions and differences that he has with you. He's not only forgiven your sins, but he's brought you near and adopted you into his family. And you need to see that as your obligation to, to, in your own heart, adopt the people in the body of Christ into your family and accept or to welcome one another and do that for the glory of God, not for your satisfaction, not even for your comfort, not even just so that we can have unity. That's a nice thing to experience, but we're doing this all, this harmony, this unity, this acceptance, we're doing it for the glory of God. So make that. At your purpose today in your one another and keep reading through the bible every single day with us comment subscribe we'll be back with you tomorrow with more reading through the bible